everyone to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. Today is a little bit of a special episode. Usually, Bricky is the one teaching us all about the crazy, wacky, wide world of 40k, but today we have a special co-co-host. Our friend and yours, Kirioth, is back, and he's going to be teaching us a little something-something about a little something-something. But before that, if you enjoy today's podcast, head over to patreon.com slash adeptusridiculous. You get access to our Discord, some real... Nice HD posters, uh, bloopers when they happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, patreon.com slash adeptus ridiculous. And uh, Bricky, tell the fine folks where they can get some quality, quality adeptus ridiculous merch. Man, there's some quality merchandise over at orchidate.com. Check it out. Grab the scrote. Oh, wait, why, why should I post that? <laughs> Wait, hang on. You want to grab grab that merch the way a Night Lord would grab that scrote. Yo, scrote me up, Johnny. Grab the the fucking merchandise from Orchid8.com. Description, shirts, hoodies, long sleeves, and stickers. Pretty great. Uh, In process of refilling dice will be updated in, uh, hopefully, in a bit. And also, don't forget about your book club. We are finishing up the final of the Night Lords trilogy, Void Stalker. It's amazing. I like Night Lords. Oh, yeah. If you didn't fucking guess that. Um, <laughs> and now let's let's take it over to to my uh, colonial friend here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, and Kiria, thanks so much for uh, for subbing in that time way back when. Uh, that was that was really kind of you to help us out on such short notice. Uh, and so it's wonderful to actually be able to beat an episode with you as well. And um, I don't know Jack about today's topic, so I'm excited to hear about it. Well, this also will settle the uh, settle the ongoing thing in the comments for that episode where I, I, I stepped in briefly, um, where a good number of people, I think, just decided that somehow you had been transformed into uh, into a pasty Englishman, which was which is which is good to read. It's just like, yeah, there, why is there Bricky were a lot English? Of, <laughs> I like this new uh, accent that Bricky has. He's very, you know, he sounds very mature and very dignified. I like it. I like it. Well, no I don't need to. Me as either of those things. I'm just I don't need an right accent. <laughs> I don't need an accent to be pasty. So that part's easy. <laughs> Can confirm. Also. <laughs> You know, you know, in no a sense, though, here, very pasty. Yeah. In a sense, though, you know, there could be the situation in which you know I turned into a, a quote-unquote pasty Englishman. But hey, Alpharius and Omegon were two people. This time, just one of them, just oh. one of them's British. Oh. You know what? I, I'll, I'll take that. That works. That There's works. two brickies living inside of you. <laughs> except you can tell the difference that's not an alfarious and omegon scenario you can tell the difference obviously one's british one's not one's british the other one's trash we we both need to be bald (laughs) oh it'll happen one day i'm pretty sure (laughs) curious give it like like five years and i'll be there (laughs) well my friend what's our topic today so today last time dreadnoughts this time Mm. my other love I have two distinct loves when it comes to vehicles in Warhammer 40k, and the second one is the tanks of the Imperial Guard. And when I say I love them, my current project for 40k is an armoured company, and I've got plans so far for 6,000 points worth of tanks, um, (laughs) and the models for up to 3,500 for now. Not all of them built and painted yet, but I'm getting there. They are just... 
they're they're the best. They're like the perfect. If you want to sum up kind of in like Imperium vehicle design, then the the Imperial Guard is the way to go because it's it's like multiple different versions of a brick on tracks covered in guns, <laughs> and that's why I like them so much. I too enjoyed the Bane Blades. Every tank I've ever seen in 40k does indeed just look like a fucking brick on treads. Um, with spikes and guns and skulls and the, the crazy little um, scrolls on it. Uh, the, the the purity seals or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for at least for the Imperium. You know, there's plenty of really sleek tanks for other armies like the Eldar and stuff, but that's a lot less oh, true. dumb looking, and that's the best. Because freaking guard is just let's take imperial let's let's take World War One World War Two stuff and just strap like bolters and melters and a big cannon and here we go. <laughs> the thing is, it also goes like it goes like almost like a level of of silliness above that because they take World War One and World War Two stuff, throw in the occasional bit of like modern tech in there, but but generally make it worse than those two things combined by, you know, making them much bigger and much slower and much heavier than they need to be. And, you know, adding six guns to a tank does make it just that little bit too heavy to really function. But then you look at it and it's a Lehman Russ and it's covered in guns and you just go, I don't care. That's amazing. And I want at least eight of them. Sounds like 11 barrels of hell. <laughs> well, so actually, actually, the, the Orc mindset... The Orc mindset needs claws and things on it too. Oh yeah, it needs to. Add, it looks needs to look like a stomper, you know, where it's like a gigantic, just chunk ass mech. I mean, there's Cracking a. And, yeah. There's Dawn of War games. There was an old uh, voice line I really liked. Whenever you built a Bane blade, it was always, they would always shout eleven barrels of hell coming through. Because I think that thing actually has eleven <laughs> separate barrels of guns. <laughs> Depending so on the variant, you could have even more than that, but we will get to that a bit later because we're going to start out small. We're going to start out with like your kind of your your basic stuff because it scales. It gets more more like silly and ridiculous and over the top the longer you look at Imperial Guard tanks. But like the the baseline is the Chimera, so it's the armored personnel character character carrier mm. for the uh, for the Imperial Guard, and you you just standard one. It's just a troop carrier. You stick a bunch of guys in the back. There's some las guns sticking out of the side of it <laughs> so that they can fire on the move because, of course, there are. The um, las gun array. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so good. So there's six hull mounted hull mounted las guns only on the side of the thing, so they can't fire forward. That's not possible. But you're delivering oh. them like right into the heart of the enemy, so it doesn't matter. It's just you know getting a few pot shots off as you go past. And there's actually a couple of different versions of it because you can give it the uh, you can give it the multi laser. You can you can go for some twin linked heavy bolter action on the front of it if you really want, or an auto cannon, or a heavy flamer. So you can have some fairly decent guns on it, which is okay. It's just a, it's just a troop transport, but they've gone. You know what? We need a bit of like really heavy anti infantry stuff on this thing, and yeah, it's it's a. Uh, it's like the most basic of the basic stuff that the guard have in terms of transports, really. If I'm yeah, not mis- no, no, DK, please. Okay, uh, I was just gonna say, <laughs> Shy posted a picture of these tanks, and I don't think I've ever seen a tank that had a fucking bulldozer like shield 
attached to the front of it. And it's just, I don't know, it seems so fucking ridiculous. But, yeah, you, you need you need those guns. You gotta protect the infantry. You gotta make sure they get into the... I was gonna say the heart of darkness, but that's a totally different thing. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think, actually, a lot of the tanks, uh, just armored units in the guard codex can actually take that... What's that What's that called? The the front little the dozer? I forget its name. It's just... I, if I remember right, it's just the dozer blade. Um, dozer blade. Is, it helps with difficult terrain. Which is mm-hmm. which is good, um, but it's also quite an expensive upgrade for for what it is, and yeah, it's, it's very much an optional extra. Yeah, yeah for the most part, great. you're better off just taking it as as is and not really changing anything, because you know there's there's other vehicles that you could take that would do far more like impressive stuff. But it is like the platform, the Chimera, for a bunch, an absolute bunch of other units. So what the it's the same thing with like Space Marines and Rhinos and how you've got like the different predator versions based off that with uh with the imperial guard it's like turned up to 11 because the chimera chassis is responsible for like it's nine other units so they just take the chimera itself they strip the back off it and for instance stick a massive long range artillery piece where the troop compartment was and you end up with the uh, with the basilisk which ah. is a great it's a Firstly, it's a great model, and uh, also responsible oh. for some of the most fun I had playing the game in third edition when it had an obscenely long range, and the rules at our gaming club were relaxed, so I fired it onto someone else's table. Just ah, you know, I remember the, those. I remember those memes. That was back when the Death Strike missile would had literally the range said unlimited on the sheet. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. <laughs> Uh, that yeah, thing, it it's a really rid- dope model. That it is, it is the most ridiculous tank I've ever seen, by the way. It's a howitzer that- on wheels. Yeah, it's the most ridiculous thing ever. It looks like it should just be a stationary artillery, and it's like, no, that's a that's a tank. A- I mean, it, I mean, it does, <laughs> it does. I believe if I'm mistaken, stop moving when it fires because it needs to. Oh sure, of but course. I'm just imagining it fucking like. Can you imagine you're getting chased down by like bloodthirsters? And blood letters, and you're like shit, and you put that shit into reverse, and you just angle the gun forward. <laughs> you're just like trying to blast people on the way back. It's just it's so the recoil on that thing would probably blow the truck back for you. I, the recoil probably would send the truck like backwards and fall yeah. over. Does that could, thing have could, uh, like little grappling hooks that that jump it that like dig into the ground before it fires? It's not that's a, a huge thing. It's not a siege tank. <laughs> Starcraft. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's an important note. The uh, the cannon is called the Earthshaker cannon, just to give you an idea as to, <laughs> as to of course what it is. <laughs> I also love the fact they kept the whole mounted weapon on it. So like it's got the main gun, but like the uh like the Chimera, it's still got like a heavy bolter on the front or a flamer or something. Which for a self propelled artillery Sticking, like, just an anti-infantry gun on the front of it when it's carrying a gigantic, like, siege cannon that you would fire from literally miles away is just, it's like peak 40k. It's like, well, clearly we need one more gun on this because this isn't enough. Yeah, what if the what if the enemy infantry gets a little too close? You know they've infiltrated your front lines, and you know that big old howitzer. You can't aim it like directly downward, right? You got to have a little, you know, in case they breach in all in all fairness uh you know terminators can teleport it's true, there, oh, that's, true. that's true 
I'm, I'm sure, sure there Eldar are many. Can kind of teleport too, right? The, well, the Eldar have a million tricks that make them bitches, but then you've got like, <laughs> but, but then you got to think about like, okay, well now the orcs are are throwing themselves literally their bodies from orbit, mm. and then like the mm-hmm. Tyranid Molochs are coming from the ground beneath you. Like, I can see the use for a little a little front gun. Not to mention the crew. You know, that's actually a rule I wish the Basilisk had. I wish that you could have two las guns on the data sheets for the dudes in the back that are like, oh shit, and they gotta start firing. <laughs> or like, two would, las that pistols. Would <laughs> that would be so good. That would be so helpful. Just a little bit extra like that. A little, little, extra, little extra piece. I feel like for the most part, most sensible enemies are gonna teleport behind it as opposed to directly in front of the gigantic cannon, which, again, kind of makes the front-facing gun not all that helpful, since it's also facing the front. But, you know what, if someone go- if something goes wrong, and you end up with a group of guys directly in front of the tank, having a heavy flamer, yeah, it's probably better than having nothing, but you're still going to yeah. wish that you weren't standing near it anyway, I would have thought. I want this Are thing to make a... Are you suggesting that a 40k tank has too many guns? How That's dare. no such thing. It's how, not possible. I, I want to. I want to make the the idea that that this fucking tank makes the semi truck beeping noises when it turns around. So, <laughs> so like people arrive behind it and it has to like spin around and like about forty of these things in a, in a cacophony of like eh, 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 try to turn their heavy yeah. bolters. That's what I want. I want that now. I like it. That's Matt, canon d- now. There is something similar to this, right, that I wanted to mention, even though you don't really see them, it's it's not a thing that is, well, it's not really a thing um, anymore, which is the Colossus, which is also an artillery piece that's based on the Chimera chassis, but I just want to show it to you because of the gun. Um, I've, I've never seen, seen one of these on the tabletop, I don't know that there's even rules for it anymore. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what the fuck is that? We, we, call, we call that the Imperial Guard's definition of a chode. Yeah. <laughs> immediately, immediately, it's just like, wow, that is uh, somebody is overcompensating a it's, lot. What's it's it fire, isn't it? So, uh, so it's it's got the uh, it's named after the Colossus Siege Mortar, which is the stupid gun on top of it, um, okay. which fires like concussion shells. So when they when they hit. They just oh release God. massive explosive shockwaves that pulverize anything that's within range of it. Um, I was about to say, what ca- what caliber is the is the shell in there? Eight thousand. I just I love the fact that there's two guys who are clearly loading it, but oh, yeah. how how like the the size of the shell on the back of the model? I believe this oh. is a third party one. I don't think I think this is a conversion as opposed to being like an official production one, but. I just love the idea that a shell that small would go into a gun that oh my, big. Oh my god, he is holding a shell, isn't he? Wait, is he? Yeah. And it's look. tiny! Oh, what the shit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought it would have to be auto-loaded because of the sheer sh- the size. Right? It's, 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 it's mad. It's, it's, it's properly mental. Uh, it's like dri- driving a Volvo through the Grand Canyon, eh? <laughs> It's, I, I love it. I love that thing. It's it's the most ridiculous. Like actually, no, that's not fair. It's one of the most ridiculous. It still falls below um, what I would class as one of the dumbest, just one of the dumbest vehicle slash weapon combinations in. I would say in all of forty k. 
and that might seem like a bit of a bold claim, but we we are talking about the Death Strike, which uh, yes, I love this model. <laughs> I've used it so often. It's, it's so cool. bad. It looks so cool though. Like that actually looks like um. You know, actual, like, IRL military shit, like the little missile launcher tank thing. That actually looks dope as hell. It's, it's, I, of all I, the, like if, I think of all of the, all of the Imperial Guard stuff, that is actually one of the ones that looks the most functional, in a way. Um, yeah. Like, the most reasonable. The thing is, it, it seems like that when you look at it, but what you need to know about the Death Strike is that the thing that it's carrying is an intercontinental ballistic missile. Oh, really? Which, yeah, <laughs> which makes its existence on the tabletop absolutely insane. Like, you deploy this on the front lines with the rest of your army, but it's oh. firing... <laughs> it just... Wait a minute. At the front lines? Why? It's an intercontinental well, missile! Because 40k games have a specific scale, right? Like, it's the size of the board. So sure. you're... So if I'm not mistaken, because I, I believe they've removed its ability to be unlimited range, the board size is like 60 inches by 44. I think the Death Strike has a 240 inch range. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. It's it's pretty. It's it, it's it's still ridiculous. Like it's I love it. I love it because it's so over the top. And uh, I I did, I did specifically note down because it always makes me laugh when I read it that it's they are destructive enough that if you if if you fire one without having like due cause, like unless there is an, an actual definite specific reason as to why you need to fire one of these, you could get done and to fire it without needing it is a capital offence. So it's like it, law wise, oh. if you just launch one of these off for the crack, then you're probably gonna get shot <laughs> just for firing yeah. it. Because that's how that's how like massively destructive it is. Um yeah, as, as as Shai's pointed out, even on the art, the guys are clearly firing, fighting at close range, but they're firing the missile. It's oh yeah, so they're firing continental a, missiles. They're firing a heavy bolter at something in front of them. That's a great. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're firing at an enemy in the back line, but even so, also with how destructive so these things sound, they're firing a lot of them. There's another one going off in the background, and I'm well. I guess all of those smoke trails aren't necessarily from these uh, missiles, but still. I like to believe that they are, just because that makes it even better. <laughs> I know, right? They are looking to destroy a continent. <laughs> like that continent is fucked, and whoever's on it, you're done. <laughs> Jesus, what's, what's that old guard meme where it's like, uh, Sergeant, do you see the army over there, sire? It's like, yes, sire. Uh, I don't want to. Understood, sire. <laughs> yeah. Fire the, the <laughs> missiles. Continental missiles. <laughs> it's it's so good. It's one of my favorites. One of my favorite like Imperial Guard models, just because of how, just how absolutely absurd it is. I do actually, I do actually know someone who used to run an army of these, and he had seven in the army. In and <laughs> like, oh. it, it never won anything. I think I'm pretty sure he said that it's never won anything, but. Showing up with seven death strikes in your army was uh, was a lot of fun. So it's about the it's about the the more the moral damage you inflict on your opponent. It's like <laughs> it's like if, when I'm I'm putting together my, my like my night lord stuff, and you know right now they obviously suck 
uh, like massive dick. They're terrible. Uh, but if I can make one custodian or fail morale, like I win the more <laughs> like you get the you get the medal. Yep. I I get to leave with your pride. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the best that's the best victory to aim for. That's the exactly. one that makes you feel the happiest. <laughs> that's such a night lord mentality too. By the way, <laughs> I know. It's like the moment you... one of you runs, I win. You lose. Nihi. <laughs> Got your hat. I got your hat. Got your. I'm gonna go to, go to custodian dying, and then this night lord is gonna walk up there with this heavy Russian accent. And he's gonna be like, "Got your nose," and runs away. <laughs> yeah. With his thumb between his fingers, I got it. No, no, he actually cuts your nose off, and he's <laughs> holding it. He's like, "Oh shit, got your okay, nose." Fair. That's it's night lord. Come on. Yeah, that's that is a very night lord thing to do. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> what you got next for us, Kira? <laughs> So before we shift over to Lehman Russes, there are a few other variants that just that they they're not as fun or exciting as the ones we've seen. But you've got things like anti air variant, uh, anti air, anti tank variants as well. Um, there is a more sensible kind of Death Strike esque uh, version, which is the Manticore. Basically, ah. the Chimera is like the the base platform for either stuff that is fast and in the enemy's face, like the Hellhound, which is just a <laughs> just a Chimera with a flamethrower on the front of it because you, you definitely <laughs> need one of those. Um, yeah. There is there's also a, a toxic gas version as well, because it's oh. 40k. Oh, the Bane Wolf? Yeah, it's the Bane Wolf, um, which just goes around poisoning people to death, which is lovely. And the Devil Dog, which it just has a melter cannon. So it just drives I, I like in, these. hopefully blows up a tank, and then most likely will also die, because it's a Chimera, and they do not have great armor. They are fast, though. In terms of speed, like they're the fastest thing on tracks that the Imperial Guard have access to. Like on road, it's like seventy kilometers an hour and fifty-five kilometers an hour off-road. Holy which is shit! Pretty, pretty damn quick, <laughs> really. What's the uh, what's the last moving. tank that uh, Shy just posted with the two with like the four cannons on it? So which that's the that? Hydra. Yeah, that's the anti-air. Ah. Okay, gotcha. I was gonna say it's. I guess I should have figured that out since it's pointing. St- almost straight up in the air firing what else would it be genius yeah. it's a really cool version of that of that tank actually i do like that version of the chimera again it's one of the ones that looks more like modern i guess kind of more more real in a way but yeah so with that tank you could probably like i mean yes yeah, for anti-air but you could like aim those downward and straight forward and fuck some fuck some people uh, up i, I believe it up. does it i think it fires a flak autocannon of sorts if i'm not mistaken Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely an anti-air, like specialized gotcha, type thing. Gotcha. It's it's pretty cool. I, I like that. I remember. I really like the Hellhounds, like posted up there. Cause yes, it is just a Chimera that has a shitload of flamers on it. But I really <laughs> enjoy it as well because I think in, in game they when a vehicle dies, if you roll a six, it explodes. But I think the Hellhound, like on a three, it explodes. So often yeah, I'll, I'll run that thing chance. in. Yeah, I'll run that thing in, just torch infantry, and then I hope when they shoot it, I blow up and kill them. It's great. I kind of love that in the tabletop, a lot of the vehicles are like, if 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 it gets destroyed, you have to roll to see if it fucking blows up and explodes in your face. I, the, I, I the, like that. The Wyvern, I love the Wyvern Mortar. It's my favorite models. Oh, the little stubby one with the mortars on it? Yeah, it's like an anti-infantry <laughs> it so- mortar. Goofy, like those little stubby mortar uh, cannons. They look so goofy, but boy, it's also threatening. No given, the, 
given that you know that every single one of them is a mortar, it's like that's that's a lot of that's a lot of pain coming out of that. <laughs> yep, that sure is. For as derpy as it looks, that's no fucking joke. I, I always wondered when the guard fight an enemy, because because obviously guard in the tabletop is much different than guard in the lore, just due to uh, sheer volume of of enemies. I I wonder if the enemies they fight as garb with a legitimate guard assault just get overwhelmed by stimuli because they're dealing with with las guns and oh, mortars yeah. and tank shells and sentinels and flamethrowers and bulgrin beating your ass like is there just too much hitting you i can't i can never tell i mean it's it's got to be bad right like there's even when you it's also the it's also the numbers thing as well because the, the guard are often deployed in in like huge numbers against threats and so it's like all of the all of the stimuli that you might expect from like being in a trench or something in one of the world wars, but infinitely worse. I mean, given the advances in weaponry as well, you've got energy weapons, not just las guns, but like plasma blasters and you know, even Le- just like one Lehman Russ with the amount of weaponry they carry is going to be making so much more noise than a lot of other stuff, and that's only one of them. When you've got like an entire squadron going in, it's got to be massively overwhelming. But then again, they're the guard, and so they are probably trained to deal with it. And the ones who give up usually die instantly, anyway. <laughs> so yeah. it's or the like, commissar gets them. Or the commissar gets them. I'm curious how many guard are taken out by like friendly fire because there's so many like catastrophically ridiculous adeptus ridiculous gigantic weapons and explosions that are going off they gotta kill a shitload of their own people on accident like even if you give vox like oh hey by the way we're launching an intercontinental missile at those guys in front of you good luck like do you like how many people how many guard get just annihilated by their own weaponry it's got. I don't know that Games Workshop have ever like written into law like the kind of the kind of friendly fire casualties that that guard that guard have. But I always assume that it's got to be bad. Like between yeah. between the existence of commissars just flat out them being a thing, <laughs> yeah. and you know all the countless like ordnance weapons and blast weapons and the fact that a lot of you know when guard go to war they are backed up by a significant amount of artillery and tanks. I just don't. I just don't see most commanders really caring all that much. That's true. You have so many units, it's like, oh, we lost a hundred guys in friendly fire. It's fine, we've got a million more coming. <laughs> Who cares? It's gotta be one of those things where it's just an acceptable thing. They just go in there like, well, we lost like five percent, but it's fine. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's they're expendable. Yeah. They are just like what was the I know it's just a meme, but the whole the there are more there are more Imperial Guard than what was it? Molecules in the universe, or something? It's all once very ex- obviously wrong, wow. but I really like the idea of there just being an unlimited horde, no matter I, what you do. I really just... enjoy that 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 four chan green text with the planet of like forty quintillion <laughs> guard. And it's like orc presence low. There are still some orcs. Still orcs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for for like getting into like the proper firepower and like the the kind of backbone of. I would suggest most guard assaults. Gonna go into the Lehman Russ because it is like it's the for me the like iconic 40k tank, the Lehman Russ. So the Lehman Russ is a main battle tank. It's not fast like the Chimera, it doesn't have any transport capacity, but it does have a significant amount of like heavy armor 
and it is also covered in guns. So you've got one turret weapon, you've got a heavy weapon that is mounted directly into the hull that you can swing from side to side, and if you want to, you can take a sponson on either side of the, uh, of the tank and put an additional heavy weapon in each of those. So you can have, for instance, a Lehman Rust that's got a battle cannon in the turret and three heavy bolters, one on the front and one on each side. Um, they're Jesus. not fast. They can be fast. That's Yeah, that's not fair. They're not massively fast to start with. Um, you can tune them. So the standard is like... They're like 20 kilometers off-road and about 30 to 35 on-road, which is not hugely quick. But there's, uh, there's a couple of different places that have said things like if you tune the engine properly, they can manage 70 on-road, which is mental. Because look at the amount of... Uh, it's, just, it's covered in weapons... It's got like 150 mil thick armor, so it weighs 60 tons. So for oh, something that God. heavy to be going that quickly, it's like pretty, pretty terrifying by itself. So what you're saying is they're about as slow as Lehman Russ in a reading comprehension test. Exactly that. It's <laughs> funny because gotcha. he's stupid. <laughs> Thanks, Bricky. You're you welcome. Got the joke. You're welcome. I, I love being. So am- proud of I you. love being American. Oh man! Um, it's for for reference, uh, DK. You know the M1 Abrams tank, the classic American tank. Yeah, uh, that's fifty five tons. So the Lehman is a bit heavier, oh. and, and it's fucking sh- and it's schmoovin'. Wow. Okay. Okay. It's a shame it's named after such a prick, though, right? It's also confu- <laughs> Frankly, I'm going to say it. It's also confusing. <laughs> now that there's a Lehman Russ like Primark model. It's just made things more more confusing when it comes to just searching for them in general. Luckily, the tank tends to come top of most results as is proper because it's cooler than the Primark. But still, um, yes, 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 we're all shitting on Lehman Rust now. Yes, it's just the truth. It's an iconic vehicle, and I yeah, yeah give yeah. it its own name. It deserves it. Um, it's the, the the measurements for it. It's again, it's very forty k. It's it wouldn't be hugely functional if it existed in real life it's 60 tons <laughs> the length is seven meters the height is nearly four and a half meters so it's like it's really really tall for what it is um and the width is only slightly more than the height of it so it's very much like a bit of a box on tracks really uh, and you also have to fit like multiple people in there so there's a commander a driver gunner You've got a loader for the uh, for the main cannon, um, and if you've got the two sponsons, there's a guardsman sitting in each one of those. So oh. there's a guy just sat in the side armor with the gun directly in front of them, firing out. Um, the sponsons aren't that well armored, funnily enough. So if you get shot in the sponson, then you've lost one of your gunners because <laughs> they have to sit out there and fire them from inside it, which is quality. Unless, you know, you're the one doing it, in which case you probably want to be anywhere else but there, but, you know. Yeah. Shai actually posted a nice little gif about where everybody would be seated in these tanks. There's some really Um, good cutaway diagrams of them. Like, people have done some really good artwork showing them. It's it's cramped, and, I mean, look how much space the engine takes up in the back. Just because of how heavy it is. It's just... I I suppose it would need a a pretty massive engine, wouldn't it, considering what that engine has to push along. It also can take any fuel. Anything that burns, it can run off it, which is wow. <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> that is convenient. That's a convenient fuel source. Anything. 
Yeah, that's pretty cool. There's an absolute shed load of variants of it as well. So, like, the, the one with the battle cannon is just a Lehman Rust battle tank. Um, mm-hmm. You can have them with twin LAS cannons in the turret, which is kind of rare, but they, they, do, they do exist. There's a Conqueror variant that has got, like, a slightly weaker main gun, but it means it's a bit faster and it fires quicker. It's just not as powerful. Like, the weight isn't as severe. Um, there is... There's a couple of there's a couple of favourites for me. So, the executioner version of the Lehman Russ is is great because they just stick a massive plasma cannon on the turret. Oh, wow, <laughs> which is which is great. It's actually the plasma destroyer. So it's like it's it's ah. just a more powerful plasma cannon that still has the capability to be like supercharged and wound the thing that's carrying it. If you uh, if you roll a one, so you, you can really mess up your Lehman Russ if you've stuck one of those on it and have bad rolls, which I I like it when that happens. <laughs> so wow, that is a gigantic fuck off plasma cannon. God, that's that's pretty great. The executioner with the plasma cannon or the plasma destroyer. That's, I, that's if some, I'm not mistaken, that's naming. I particularly enjoy the Punisher variant. Um, yeah, I was uh, I was about to mention the Punisher because good. that's one of the best. Stick a massive Gatling cannon on the front of it. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Who needs a cannon when you can just when you can just burn everything to death? It's so good. <laughs> Thinking game Everybody has, inside like, the tank is deaf. If I'm if I'm if I'm not mistaken, in game it has twenty shots, but the Lehman Russ, if you don't move it very far, you can fire it twice. So that thing puts out forty shots. It's just, oh, yep. it's just like yeah. If you, <laughs> if you, if you've, uh, Lehman Russes have got grinding advance. So if you move like half their movement, but no further, then you can fire all of their guns twice. So you can absolutely load up on shots and just rip through stuff. It's such a good rule. God, that's so many dice. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to really go for, like, the anti-infantry angle, then, yeah, sticking a Punisher Gatling cannon on it and then three heavy bolters, you can do some really fun stuff to infantry squads. And by fun, I mean not, well, fun Obliterate for you. Obliterate them. Fun, not yeah, the other fun person. for you. Really shit for the people you're going against. Yeah. Holy shit. Now, the one I'm sad that you can't get in 40k is the Lehman Russ Incinerator, which I really wish there were rules for. Oh, the um, flamethrower variant? Yeah. It's uh it's 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 got a massive Volkite gun on the front of it. Um Volkite is like traditionally space marine stuff and specifically it's from like uh from the Horus Heresy. Um and like before the heresy Volkite was a was a big thing for the legions. Um but the but the guard they had a a Lehman Russ with a massive Volkite culverin, demi culverin on the uh, on the turret. And for a start, it looks so good. It does. It uh, it it looks like it's something that belongs in like a sci-fi movie. Like when in the the one that's like all gray looks like it should be like. Uh, it looks like it should be in the Imperium. Imperium, the Empire. Yeah. It's kind of uh, for me. It's like the the mix of like because the Lehman Russ like as a shape, it's it's very like mix of World War One and World War Two. But the ones that have got like the like the plasma executioner and the uh, and the incinerator having like a full sci-fi weapon in the turret, just I don't know, it just adds something to it and makes it look just even more threatening and even cooler than it did already. And uh, yeah, I 
I really wish that that was available in 40k, but uh, but it's not, which makes me sad because I would 100% buy one immediately <laughs> if it was an option. Yeah, I'm with on you. On looks alone, that one's the best one for sure. I'm definitely with you. I love the combination of the old and new. They do that a lot in 40k, and that's that's kind of a shtick, you know, sci-fi fantasy. But uh, like 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 the Land Raider is literally a World War One tank, but then you slap on those like las cannons on the side and stuff, and it, it gives it this kind of feel to it. It's really neat. It makes it like something that's super unique to 40k. I feel like there's there's not really any other any other franchise or or kind of universe that mixes them together quite the same way. And I think it's all the added like extra kind of religious stuff that you get with a lot of stuff as well. Like the fact that Space yeah. Marines have got power armor and they have the option for things like plasma pistols. But then you can also get units that are just straight up a guy with a sword and a shield covered in like prayer paper and candles and it's like it's such a good mix it's yeah. fun too considering that they like can strap on a bolter and everything you know they, they have basically an automatic grenade launcher but then before battle they're burning incense and praying to it so it'll it'll be okay yeah i, I feel like admech yeah. has a similar feel sometimes because like you see the yeah, the owner gerdoon crawlers and it's just like oh that's really cool but then you read the lore and it's like that dude's a battery mm-hmm. it's it's so good it's so good there's uh, there's a couple of a couple of weirder Lehman Russes as well. There is there's one that I've never been able to find a, like a, a decent picture of, um, which is like a really one-off version. So there was an Arachnos version of the Lehman Russ, which had eight legs instead of tracks. It was only mentioned in one what? thing. I forget which codex it was in, but it, there was like a brief mention of, oh, there was like this experimental Lehman Russ that had eight legs. Um, it, it never made it into anything and never became like a real thing. But just the fact that there was just that little mention of it, I've always wanted to see someone do it because it just sounds mental having four legs on each side. What Why the shit? Is that it? like a spider tank? Yo, no. Why? Oh, yo, no, it'll be fun. Kitbash that bastard and, and call it the the uh, Katachin Devil Lehman Russ, it's like like the train long fucking spiders. Oh, gross! Oh, yeah, great. the cat. It's the yeah. Katachin Devil Lehman Russ. That's the that's the big brain play. Work. Someone needs to do it. Brain. Someone make yep. it immediately. <laughs> we have a lot of talented fans out there. Someone's gonna make it. Oh yeah, someone sent me. Multiple people, in fact, sent me STLs to print a cardboard dreadnought within like. <laughs> Within literally days of that episode going out. So oh, yeah. I know that there are people out there who can do it. 100%. I'm very happy for you and your card. <laughs> it wasn't just the fact that it was done so quickly. It was the number of them that I got. I was expecting like one or two people to go, hey, I made it like just an actual dreadnought out of cardboard. But instead, no, it's like, hey, you can 3D print this now. But repeatedly, it's like, this yeah. is amazing. Uh, it's a tank, isn't it? It's a dreadnought, isn't it? It's close enough. It'll do. Close it's made enough. of cardboard. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so outside of the uh, outside of the incinerator, there are some like some some stuff that isn't really a thing anymore either, which makes me sad. So there's a destroyer tank hunter variant of the uh, of the Lehman Russ and a Thunderer, which they basically share the same. They like share the same deal where they don't have a turret. They don't have oh. any sponsor weapons. Instead, they just have a cannon of some kind sticking out of the hull. So it's quite... Um, I forget the name of it. There's a there's a particular uh, World War Two German tank that was that was like a tank hunter. So it was like low profile, and it just had the cannon sticking out of the front of it. And these are like kind of kind of similar to that. 
I really like it, but it's not a thing that you can buy anymore. The Destroyer Tank Hunter, anyway. You can still get the Thunderer from Forge World. That's the one shot, yeah. Um, the uh, the Panzerjäger. It's 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 cool, and it works really well with the like the shape of the Lehman Russ. I think because mm-hmm. it makes it a bit more like low profile and sleek. Which yeah, I like it. I like that a lot. But you can't get Something the destroyer anymore. about that tank hunter just doesn't look right to me. <laughs> it I think it's just you expect it to have a turret, and it just doesn't. Yeah, like it, you kind of it set just up looks so to ex- derpy. It it looks uh, it's just it's weird. It's weird <laughs> with the with the with the turret coming out there. It's uh, it's it's just weird. Looks it looks strangely phallic and weird. Like the fucking tank has like a wait phallic. You know, it's it's weird looking to me. I don't like it. I can get the weird bit. I'll be honest. I'm not seeing the phallic. I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> I'm not quite. Okay. Well, that's probably that's probably for the best. That means you know. I mean, I I have the mentality of like a twelve year old. So the fact that that's, you don't see it fair. is probably a really great statement about your mental presence and probably a pretty low bar for me. So. so before we before we we shift off before we shift off the Lehman Russ. Um, I mean. There is also it does have its own version of the hilarious uh, Colossus siege uh, siege mortar that the Chimera has because you can have a bombard variant. Let's go! Oh my god! (laughs) So stupid looking! Oh my god! Initially, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but the Colossus got such a good reaction. I wanted to show you this one as well. (laughs) Look at it. Oh, fucking stupid. <laughs> oh. For me, it's not just the fact that it's oh. it looks the way it does. They've carved a big chunk out of the front of it where the whole mounted oh, yeah. gun would go. Which is just... I don't understand why why you would do it, but they have. Yep. <laughs> so, it's an it, option it, if you want it. <laughs> it, was, it was so back-heavy that uh, I, guess, I guess they had to just chop off the front. I don't know. <laughs> It's so dumb. It's so good. <laughs> See, I mean, it's actually the the Lehman Russ is like being the main battle tank. It's just the most versatile thing that they have because you can put any number of guns in the turret. There's a bunch of different. You can have anti-infantry at range on the sponsons in the front. You can have a las cannon on the front. You can have plasma cannons all over it. You can put heavy flamers on it. You can have anything from stuff that will absolutely obliterate everything at short range with the uh, with the the Demolisher variant, which has just got a, a short but really powerful cannon on the front, all the way up to a tank hunter that's got a really long-barreled gun in the Vanquisher. It's like it's, it's so good because you can just build them to do literally anything you like. And no matter what you build them to do, they'll be pretty good at it, which is why I like them so much. They, they look great and they can do absolutely anything you ask of them. It's just it's perfect. It's so good. Wish they were named after someone else. Call them yeah, but, yeah, but they found they found it though, so it's okay. No, it's not. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> I don't care who found it. Give it a different name. <laughs> yeah, the Manticore is a good name. Yeah, I like that. I go with that instead of the Lean Rose. All right, come on, Curiosity. <laughs> Let's get to the boy I've been waiting for. It's it's the Bane Blade. Let's go! Ah, the Bane Blade. Uh, the Bane Blade. Let's go! The Bane Blade. The Bane Blade is... I, <laughs> I currently own three of them. That's how good they are. 
they are just the best. And it's worth pointing out when I say that they are pretty, pretty damn big. So essentially, if the Chimera is the like the fast kind of armored personnel carrier sort of platform for artillery and anti-air, the Lehman Russ is the main battle tank. The Bane Blade is like the Lehman Russ on on some cocktail of drugs. That means it is so massively big. It is a super heavy tank, which is covered in guns. Pretty much every variant that you can take of it is covered in guns. So it has, in its kind of stock format, just the Bane Blade form, um, you've got a Mega Battle Cannon up top, you've got a Demolisher Cannon in the hull, you've got up to, I think it can take more than four Sponsons, actually. If I remember right, in the uh, in the Army Builder app that um, Games Workshop made, you can have up to like six of them, I think. Uh, so you, you can have you can more take than up two. two. You can take up to four, but there's six like four? spots the on six the spot. side. Oh yeah, because you can you can shift them. Kind of yeah. the configuration can change. You can have yeah. them all like at the front, at the back, in the middle. You can kind of shift them around. Um, each sponsor has got a uh, <laughs> it's got twin-linked heavy bolter and a las cannon. It also has a twin-linked heavy bolter set into the hull. Um, yeah, it is just covered in guns. It has a massive crew to control it because of how big and difficult it is. It's got a very, uh, yeah. it's got a very angry machine spirit. So you've got a commander, a driver, three gunners, three loaders, a comms operator, and you can have a full-on tech priest in a bane blade, just keeping it running because God bless it. it's that hardcore it's so so good it's also massively slow you'll be shocked to learn <laughs> it's like, yeah. what it's a like, surprise it's like 15 kilometers an hour off-road holy and shit i didn't realize it was 300 I, I, tons yep <laughs> yeah 300, five 300 times the weight. weight of a limit russ what the fuck jesus christ <laughs> well i mean it's a it's a it's like a fucking fortress tank this thing's crazy. I like I'd I'd heard of Bane Blades. I guess I'd kind of seen Bane Blades, but I didn't realize the scope. Uh, yeah. Of how just how fucking massive these things are. Like they are, they are properly mental. Like they're they're such they're such a good vehicle because again it's like it's just forty k but turned up as if it wasn't enough to have a, a like <laughs> a massive main battle tank that you could switch out every weapon on. There's a version that's bigger than that even. In the form of the Bane Blade. And there's like, again, it's it's similar to the Lehman Russ in that you can have just a ton of different variants. So mm-hmm. you've they've all got different names, like specific names, which I, no matter how many times I have sat there and tried to memorize all of them, I forget multiples of them. Because, and I, in my defense, right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to run you through them, okay? So, so. All right. You've got the Bane Blade. You've got the Bane Sword, the Bane Hammer, the Doom Hammer, the Storm Sword, the Storm Blade, the Storm Lord, the Bane Sword. Oh. <laughs> like, oh. well, yeah, there that, are, there that are a few, chart yeah. says it all. Yeah, that's that's a great <laughs> chart. That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's, that's a pretty good chart. That's a... Shy, didn't you uh, kit bash an orc Bane Blade at some point? Yeah. I was going to say, I was pretty sure I've seen a Bane Blade model, and I still didn't understand the scope of it. And uh, seeing all these new images of it, it's like, holy f- Jesus Christ. Like, fucking God. These things it are makes, massive. 
Here's a fun great. little uh, here's a fun little comparison. Is an image of a of a regular American Abrams tank and soldier. That's a Space Marine uh, Land Raider, and this, and there's Rhino Lehman Russ Land Raider, and then Bane Blade. Oh boy, the Astraea Super Heavy Tank is a totally different thing. That that's that's far off, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, this the thing is a, is a moving Whoa. apartment, a, a moving apartment. <laughs> So yeah, cool. that's it's that's great. Bigger, apartment that's bigger than some houses. It is. It is a when you want to take your flat for a ride and you just fill up a <laughs> bunch of guns. <laughs> what is it? Is the you won't come to church. Church will come to you. Is one of the is one of the things for the pain by your thing. <laughs> I'm surprised also it doesn't have like a cathedral on it. <laughs> Oh, there's there's a few that have been kind of uh, I've seen a few that have been like kit bashed to have like full on chapels and stuff on the top. The most famous oh, Bane Blade of all is uh, is Yarick's Bane Blade, um, because Yarick has his own Commissar Yarick has his own personal Bane Blade, which is called the Fortress of Arrogance, which is the best ah, name. I remember that we were talking yep. about that the last episode. Yeah. Yes, we were. It's it's great. It's so good. It's yeah. It's it's. I th- I think it's got to be. It, it might be just, in terms of the sheer scale of it, like just one of the most solid models that Games Workshop's made. It's also it's, a um, it's also a Hellhammer, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yeah. So what you've <laughs> what you've got is uh, the Hellhammer version. Um, I had to refer got to the a... chart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's the close range variant, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it takes off the uh, it takes off the. The, the mega battle cannon, and uh, instead it has a, a Hellhammer cannon, which is basically like the normal battle cannon you get on a Lehman Russ. Um, so it's got a shorter a shorter barrel, and it can fire quicker and like higher caliber shells. So it can uh, it can deal with loads of infantry at the same time. Um, there's also the Stormhammer. Now the Stormhammer is something that you can use in 40k, but it's a Legends data sheet, which makes me sad. Um, which was originally for the Solar Auxilia, which is a specific regiment of the Imperial Guard, uh, which <laughs> just has it's just covered in battle cannons. It's it's <laughs> got dope. it's got a mega up top. It's got two underneath. It's a really cool variant of it. Um, it's also very very expensive to buy from Forge World because it is a hundred and sixty eight pounds. So <sighs> that is a, not... that is a spicy model. It's probably huge though, right? Oh, it's the same size as the Bane Blade is, but the Bane Blade is eighty-five quid. So you, you, it's oh. there's a bit of a premium on it. <laughs> oh yeah, Jesus, that is uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lots of flat, re- lots of flat resin panels as well. Which, um, if you, if you, Gross. if you like, if you like sitting there with your hands in hot water, bending stuff back into shape, it's absolutely the thing for you. Um, <laughs> Does, is that anyone's fetish? Is that anyone's thing? Does anybody enjoy know. doing that? I don't <laughs> like know, man. Anyone who likes that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Luton gives me shit if I don't fix my mold lines, so whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, but we all know Luton's, you know. Yeah. yeah, he's all he's all about his mold lines. Gotta get that perfect thing. Drill your drill your barrels in, Bricky. No, my bolters have safety on. <laughs> also, yeah, Yark's ah. tank. Yark's tank goes full church. It's fucking cool. Yep. It's it's great. It's so good. I don't know whether no, I don't think I have. So, uh, the there's one of the things I also really like about just the the model as a whole is you can you can mess with them quite a bit to make them kind of personalized. Um, so 
the one that I'm throwing in now is the one that I made as the backbone for my armored company. So it counts Ooh. it counts as a Bane blade. Um but it's I, I changed it around because it's an armored company that is used by uh the Ordo Hereticus of the Inquisition, so going after witches and psychers and the like. And uh, I liked the idea of having an armored company that was a bit like witch huntery. So lots of candles, torture devices on the back of the tank, that sort of thing. Um, so, but you can do loads with them, and you can make them like really customizable without without having to do a huge amount. Like a few accessories here and there can yeah. it can like properly church them up, or you can make them look a bit more modern if you wanted to. It's it's just it's a really good kit. And it's like it's peak forty k. It's a gigantic, super heavy tank covered in weapons. It's perfect. God, that so, Fortress of Arrogance looks really cool. Yeah, it's, that's super dope. It's so good. Jesus. Though, though that's though I think that might be a might be a, a Kitbash one because that's a Bane blade. That's not a Hellhammer. They, they maybe maybe that was one somebody oh. somebody else uh, made put together because because on the top that's just the Commissar Yark model, like. Yeah, like separate, oh. and his model looks like trash. <laughs> like most yeah, guard, like most guard characters currently do. Yeah, I but suppose also, if that was the uh, Bane blade, it'd be a lot bigger, and he'd be a lot smaller if it was to scale, right? Yeah, technically he'd be a lot smaller. Yeah, I'm trying to work out if maybe that's one of the older Bane blades because there's been a couple of different versions. There was an older, um, like. I think a third-party company made a Bane Blade for a bit? Or was it the Metal Bane Blade that Games Workshop did? There is, like, an older, smaller version of it from years and years and years and years ago that that might be based off. But it's kind of it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, the dudes next to that Bane Blade uh, that Shy posted are quite a bit smaller than what yeah. York is on that uh, yep. Fortress of Arrogance or whatever that uh, one we saw is. Still looks really dope, though, even if it is a... Uh, whatever. It's 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 great. It's a great model. It, the the tank itself is awesome. It's also like it would like the Lehman Rust massively flexible. So there's mm-hmm. there's a bunch of different variants. The the Storm Sword is uh, it's got the Hellhammer Siege cannon on it. There's also one that has a massive volcano cannon, ah. which is good for shooting. Good for shooting titans. The Shadow Sword. <laughs> the Shadow Sword. Yep. Um, the the Shadow Sword has got like a, a there's a variant that's called the Stormblade that has got a massive plasma pla- plasma blast gun, which I think is the same one that you find on the on the Warhound. I'm pretty sure it's the same gun, uh, which they just stuck into a into a Bane Blade chassis, <laughs> which again is awesome. Um, <laughs> Did a very similar thing with the uh, with the Storm Lord as well. It, the names are the worst. I'm just going to say it. I love oh, the tanks. Yeah. I love the variants. Trying to remember which one is which is it can get a little bit can get a little bit daft. Um, the Storm Lord <laughs> literally has a Vulcan Mega Bolter on it, which again is a, a Warhound weapon. I um, love that tank so much. It's so stubby, and the <laughs> the Vulcan Mega Bolter is actually legitimately good, but it's so yeah. short. It's it's really good. It also can transport forty infantry. Yes, so it's, I it's, remember that. It's, it's technically a transport, but the thing is, when given the speed of these things, it's like 
it does it does point out that with the uh with the with the storm lord you're supposed to be delivering infantry into the battle but a lot of the time if it gets there then the infantry won't have anyone to fight because the storm lord is covered in anti-infantry guns it's got a Vulcan megabolt Vulcan megabolter on it. It's got heavy bolters all over it. it. It's literally like the anti-infantry perfect vehicle, <laughs> and it's delivering infantry into other infantry. So by the time they get there, there's none left. <laughs> they just get out and they're like, "Well, okay." So we're here. if you're an Imperial Guard, you probably want to be riding in one of these because then you probably, you know, you'll arrive nothing to kill. Oh darn! I'm not going to be in the throngs of battle, and I probably won't die. Guess I gotta get back into the impenetrable tank that shoots everything in front of us. Aw, oh, jeez. Let's have a nice sit down and a cup of tea whilst, yeah, whilst of everyone tea. else is dealing with the issue. <laughs> exactly! Your tank already dealt with the issue. Great! Let's go back home. I do think that particular picture is really overselling how quickly these things can move. Yeah, I was gonna say that there's, in that picture. It a, is. That's moving, right? There's that's, a sense of like momentum and speed there, and I don't think the yeah. speed is really something that well, should be represented. It, it's because it's, it's going downhill. <laughs> it's a downhill moment. <laughs> Look at the amount of smoke coming out of the back uh, jets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just like like if if the planet isn't dead by the guard, the 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 global warming will make it done. That's <laughs> yeah. ah, fine. With all the irradiated planets in forty K, global warming is the least of their worries, right? I was gonna say if you think uh, any planet l- survives long enough outside of your core, like big name planets to even worry about that. I'm assuming there's probably some sort of terraforming stuff that they can still do. But half the oh, time, yeah, no one, yeah, yeah. no one, no one really focuses on the terraforming aspect when in, you've got like an entire horde of orcs killing everyone in a hive city, and then there's like eight cities left. And I guess the the logistics of keeping climate change at bay not that important for forty. Yeah, not that important when you're in the middle of a war, you know. Yeah, <laughs> guys, we have to move from fossil fuels. There are orcs killing us all. Like, hey, there's always some you- orcs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, well, we changed over to renewable energy, but the orcs are still burning petrol, so I don't know what we're supposed to what he's supposed to do. The orcs <laughs> send a representative petrol. Over. See, the Necrons have it have it the right way. They just use What the fuck does Necrons use? Like I don't know what they use for fuel. They I use something. I'm sure they've got like some weird like shenanigans going on with like infinite energy sources or something, right? They've got to have. They, they, they have to. They they literally have snipers that enter a different dimension and then shoot you in yeah. the face and then leave. It's it's weird in that like a lot of the stuff when uh, when Games Workshop are like creating things, they will do like super specific, well like specifications for stuff. Like for all of the Imperial Guard tanks, you you can find how much they weigh, how long they are, what they're like what type of fuel they use, even the name of the engine, even though it's mm-hmm. fictional and really, do you need to know <laughs> the engine in a Lehman Rust? Like, is it going to affect anything? But then there's stuff that I think is kept deliberately like, it's like almost science but not quite. It's like a bit vague. Mm-hmm. So you know that it works, but don't poke at it too much because then it might start to break down and you might go, that's not. That's not a thing. That's it, makes, not- it makes me think a little bit of Mass Effect, because they have a codex, and it lets you like learn everything about the Mass Effect universe and how things work. But if you, if you really take all that knowledge and put it into the game, 
like often when people get shot in Mass Effect, you're like some cutscenes they have their shields up and sometimes they don't, and it's like uh, uh you know, it, it kind of breaks down a little bit. But but it's 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 appreciated that they actually put enough effort into it. Yeah, yeah. It, it gives it like that kind of that basis of reality where it's like you don't really feel like you need to poke anymore. You know vaguely how it works. It seems consistent. It's fine, and then you just leave it. Yeah. So before we uh b- before we before we wrap up, we're now on to just the, the last few tanks, the last few that I've saved the weirdest and oldest for last. So the Bane Blade and the various kind of versions of it, they are awesome. They are cool. There are some properly ridiculous tanks that are still left over, and these <laughs> Death are stuff is that ridiculous. like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> is that the second time that's it's whenever, whenever you say ridiculous we have to do it you 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 yeah. stumbled into this yourself this is your fault it's the thing <laughs> you've sprung my trap card i'm literally gonna write that down right now so i just do it myself every time <laughs> <laughs> that's God. the way around it i'll just i'll just do it um, don't worry if you miss it we won't <laughs> <laughs> got double backup for it <laughs> So the last few tanks are like these are like Forge World specific things. So stuff that you can only buy from Forge World. That I mean, for a start, gonna start with the Malkador assault tank. Oh, let's go because these these are amazing. They're not good, but they are amazing. So the Malkador is like it's it's still technically a mainline battle tank. Because it predates the Lehman Russ. So this is what was being used before the Lehman Russ existed. And the configuration is really similar. So you've got not exactly a turret up top. You've kind of got a... I don't even know what you'd call it. Just like the hull kind of extends up. Um, There's no like turret that turns. But not really. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, And it's got a a front-facing like hull-mounted weapon. And it does have weapons coming out the sides. Except the sponsons are like they're kind of recessed they're not sticking out and it's 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 like a an an older an older tank that was used a lot until the lehman rush showed up but the lehman rush was way more popular more reliable and just generally better as a tank and so now like the malkador tanks are borderline never used they're like kind of backups for if every, if anything goes massively wrong. A good number of like Imperial Guard regiments just wouldn't even know what to do with them because they yeah. are that rare and out of use at this point. Um, there's a few different a few different variants of them. They had a lot of use in the in the Siege of Rax, which is which is like a, a fun little like I think they kind of got the the chance to shine a bit with that. Um, there's a few different versions of them. So they have they have a, a battle cannon. Um, they can carry like heavy bolters, last cannons, or auto cannons on the uh, on the front of it. Um, they're not they're not that dissimilar. They're slower than a Lehman Russ somehow, which is impressive. Um, they yeah. also weigh 105 tons, so they're Ooh. a bit heavier. <laughs> they're pretty chunky. Yeah, they're a little chunky. Yeah. They're 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 longer. They're nine point six meters long as opposed to seven point eight, but the width is about the same, and the height they're just a little bit shorter than a Lehman Russ. Um, they still take like multiple crew, so you've got a commander, a driver, four gunners, and a loader. So in terms of manpower, they're still like up there in terms of how much you need for crew. 
they're super, super rare. You just don't really see them anymore. I can't remember what they're like rules-wise now. I know that they were not great before. I don't know if that's changed. I'm assuming probably not, yeah, <laughs> to be I think, honest. I think they're still mediocre. It's just a case of if you were going to take a Malkador, then you may as well take something else because they're just not going to do as well. They're just not quite as good. They do have, though, one of my favourite just variants of any tank, which, which is just... Okay, look, I'm just going to say it. It's just a bunker on tracks, <laughs> and it's brilliant. <laughs> Lots so, of heavy bolters. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then so, the cannon down a little bit, yeah. Yeah, they stick a, a stuck a demolish, demolisher cannon on the front. You've got some uh, you got some las cannons on the side, and you've got four heavy bolters up top in a bunker formation. This unfortunately takes the crew up because you need an extra gunner because you've got an extra gun. <laughs> yeah. um, it's the one that is still used the most out of all of them, but even then, it's still massively like massively rare. It's like a good kind of line breaker tank because you just sort of drive it forwards and. Mm-hmm most of the armaments on there are anti-infantry so you can just you can just kind of get them in there blow away any like bunkers or pillboxes with demolisher cannon and the heavy bolters can just take care of anything walking around it's really like it's it's a weird design i'm not really sure where the inspiration for this is other than like the first kind of world war 1 tanks where it was just like a massive block of metal but with guns poking out of every single side um it's probably what it is actually that's right it's great i i really like it it's it's silly and i still don't think it's that great but it's it's a cool looking tank um it's very much like it looks a lot older than a lot of the imperial guard stuff even by the standards of imperial guard like it looks it just looks world war ii it 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 looks like something that would actually exist IRL. Like, yeah. in the military, it looks like something that may have actually existed in, like, World War One, World War Two. Yep. <laughs> I don't know it's how well it would do. It's not as far-fetched as, like, a Bane Blade, but, yeah. It's, it's, how it dare you? Like it could exist. <laughs> <laughs> Bane Blade is best boy. Don't ever disdain the Bane Blade. <laughs> Bane Blade is great, but I, I can't imagine a Bane Blade in real life. Like, that's... <laughs> it would never happen. This thing is like, yeah, I could see that. Maybe there not was some... There was some tank I was curious about. It was like, it's one of the Lord of War options. It's like a gigantic armored personnel carrier, like a like a Chimera bunker, but also mixed with like a Bane Blade. I'm trying to remember the name. I don't know if you had that. Is the that is the Crassus? There's the Crassus, or there's the Gorgon. Um, there's two different. There's two different ones. So the uh, the Crassus is this is this guy, which. It's Whoa. just a massive oh, bunker Jesus. on tracks with uh, <laughs> with with heavy bolters attached to the front of it. The other one is the uh, the the Gorgon, which I don't have an image of that actually. Which is uh, which is that looks very like very kind of World War One, World War Two. Um, I'm just seeing if I can find a, a decent picture of it because it's the armored assault transport. Uh, it's not. It looks like a turtle. That's what it looks like with its back. It looks like a fucking turtle. Ah, yeah, there we go. Does, actually. So yeah. the other one is this one. So that's the the the. Oh God, the... I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of not that. It's just got a massive ramp on the front. Um, it's it's not available anymore, sadly, which is a shame because I quite like it. But 
those are the those are the other two transports outside of the Chimera and the Stormlord. Um, I can't think of any others. I, I think it's the Macarius. No, that's not the uh, one. The the yeah, the Macarius is another super heavy tank. Um, the, Dar, I thought there was like some enormous like seven hundred point tank that you could use to. Yes, Shy found it. What the fuck is that's, that? Yeah, that's that's a uh, Space Marines Legion transport. So that's the Mastodon heavy assault transport. Oh, it's a Marine uh, transport. Oh, yeah. okay. The Mastodon was what? Uh, yes. Okay. I thought I think it was so funny because it looks like it's just so fat. It's so cool. <laughs> it's just like it a is. massive truck to me. It's just like a massive it's... truck with with tracks. It's yeah. great. It does look pretty cool, actually. I, I do kind of like that Mastodon. I think it's because that grill. That grill really makes it look kind of like... Uh, yeah. Just like, yeah, I like it. That's cool. It looks like it would not stop for anything, which is great. Also, um, I, I can't get the image out of my head that... Uh, what was it? The Cassius one that looks like a turtle? I Now I'm just imagining it with like a bandana around its eyes, like a blue bandana. <laughs> well, it's like a fucking turtle! Is, it, it really <laughs> it does. does. There is a, a more awesome version of the Crassus, um, which I, I was kind of saving to be one of the last ones, but I'll throw it in now because the Crassus has come up. Because uh, <laughs> so what? What they did? They took the Crassus and they went, "All right, but what if instead of carrying troops, it carried a shed load <laughs> of missiles?" Oh my god! It's literally just one of those missile um, thing. It's, yeah, those, those things. You know what they are? You see them fire sometimes. They look cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's they just took out the troop transport capacity and uh, and stuffed a, a heavy assault launcher into it. <laughs> so it's also, still... if those missiles are as long as that shed, those are some fucking ridiculous <laughs> adeptus ridiculous uh -huh. missiles. It was unintentional. It's completely unintentional. But anyway, I caught myself. But yeah, those like those have got to be some ridiculous missiles. I said it again, but whatever. <laughs> I've given up on the second one. Yeah, I gave up on the second one. I was looking for I've, a better I've, adjective. I've I was like, "Fuck it." I've given up too. I just uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's. I I love that. It's it's so so good. And it again, really good mix of like old design. Like the front of it does not look sci-fi in any way. It just looks no. like some some really ancient. Like tank from World War One or World War Two, like mixed together. But then you've got this properly like kind of sci-fi missile launcher on the back. It's it's such a good mix. It's great. It almost looks like if you fired those bottom missiles, they would collide just barely with the top of the tank. It does. I'd have wondered whether you could. I like one day I'll buy one because I want to know if you can tilt it up a little bit further. So yeah. that it doesn't look like it's about to annihilate itself yeah. once it Maybe fires it's just the bottom row. a bad row. angle, right? They're just like, oh yeah, we gotta tip this a little more. Yeah. <laughs> so the last, the last couple, um, we do have for the ultimate mix of old and new. When we were talking about the Malkador before, there is a variant of the Malkador which is, it's it's the perfect mix of uh, of ancient and sci-fi because what it's the, the Valdor shit? tank hunter. <laughs> what the fuck is? Oh, was that the name of Constantine Valdor? Yes, yeah. So uh, it's it's the it's the Malkador chassis, but they but they strapped um, a neutron laser projector onto it. 
Whoa, a what? A oh, neutron that's, um, laser projector, did you say? Wait, so the Onager <laughs> Dune Crawlers can carry neutron lasers. So is this like yeah. a triple-barreled variant or something? It's like it's like a long-range heavy heavy variant of it that just destroys targets. At, I believe it says, it's the, the direct thing is, it destroys targets on the molecular level. Um, oh, there's a there's a, a Space Marine um, Vindicator that has a similar loadout, but it has two... No, it's the Cerberus um, super heavy tank that they've got that uh, has a twin-linked version of it, because of course it does. Um, but it's like, it's a proper dark age of technology gun, so they can't, they can't make them anymore. They can't do anything other than maintain them and fire them. And if something goes wrong with the firing, then you can have a feedback loop, which will then tear the tank apart, which is oh. not great. And, you know, the the weapon can fail and they'll have to replace it with something else. It's it's so good because the Malkador is by far the oldest looking tank that the Imperial Guard have access to. It's yeah. like proper ancient, doesn't look like it belongs in a sci-fi universe at all. But then there's a version of it that has a like like a, a giant laser cannon on it and it's such it's such a good such a good mix of the two um but it goes to, it goes two ways because there's the the neutron version and then there's and then there's this which is the Malkador Infernus what the fuck which, is that oh my god <laughs> wait is, is that, that is, is that, that the, like the fuel yo is that the war rig from from <laughs> mad max Fury road it's got the gas in the back <laughs> That might be it's, the dumbest tank I've ever seen in my life. Ever. <laughs> it, it, it's great. It's so good. So they've, they've taken the Malkador, which, as we've already established, is slow as anything. It's like, it's, I mean, the off-speed, the, off, the off-road speed, I believe, is it's either 10 or 15 kilometers an hour, right? The on-road speed is like 20, if that. And that is just carrying a purely anti-infantry, like, anti-bunker weapon in the form of a gigantic Titan-grade flamer. <laughs> so it's like it's like this a similar kind of flamer that you'd find being carried by a Warhound Titan, but they stuck it to the oldest, most knackered chassis that they have, and, and then it carries the fuel behind it in a trailer. Well, when it's it blows so up, they're not losing anything too important then. No, yeah. no. I, I love how the fuel has an exhaust pipe attached to it. Like it's, it's fuel. It's just supposed to siphon forward into the flamer, right? Why does it need an exhaust pipe? Oh, For exhaust. God, makes... <laughs> What's I, sure, dude? Sure. I don't, dude. I don't. Forty k, man. Yeah. It makes. It's I, great. It makes no if sense. You're flying it's... overhead, and you're like, "What is that tank? What's that thing behind? Is that the?" Fu- Shoot the fuel! <laughs> now, now listen, that is a very awesome tank and a very awesome flamethrower, but it is not the coolest flamethrower in 40k. I can confirm this. It is the What's second... the coolest flamethrower? The coolest flamethrower is stuck on something called the Night Valiant, and it's called a Conflagration Cannon. But there's a, there's oh, a, yeah. <laughs> there's a relic version of it known as the Traitor's Pyre, and that is the Ooh. coolest... That is the coolest flamethrower in 40k. So I'm, I'm sorry, too. I'm sorry, Mad Max Warrig. You've been outdone, kid. <laughs> what a name, the Traitor's Pyre. It's, it's oh. actually, it's actually, uh, Kirath. I don't know if you've seen it in game, but it's um, strength seven minus two, flat two damage, three d six shot, auto hitting flamer, 
Trader's Pyre lets you re-roll all wounds. I, I've been on the receiving it's, end of one. It was not great. So, it is so <laughs> it nasty. It was not great for me. <laughs> I, mean, the, I mean, the Knight Valiant isn't particularly good, even though the Harpoon is fucking hilarious, but it's it's a triple-barreled flamethrower. It's so oh, good. Is that <laughs> what that looks like? I got a picture of it. That's gnarly. Yeah. It's, my that's fa- it's my favorite knight. It's so cool. That's pretty great. Okay. Yeah, that's way cooler than the tank. I, I gotta say, <laughs> well, that was way cooler. It's not hard to say cooler than, than the tank. tank. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> With its little fucking caboose of gasoline. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Funnily that- enough, the tank, quite often a heavy target if it's ever deployed. Can't imagine why. <laughs> You, know, you, you see something you know with a is... literal titan flamer on it, and you're like, I should probably get rid of that. It's yeah. traveling at, like, two miles an hour. It should be pretty easy. <laughs> you know what I find incredibly hilarious with that, though? Like, notice how the how the carriage is on, like, like a wheel. It's on, like, a rusted yeah. wheel. But it's, it's just, it's just <laughs> on, like, cartwheels. Yeah. They couldn't even give it, a, like, like, they have the Cyclops demolition vehicles, right? <laughs> like, even the Cyclops demolition vehicles have fucking treads. What the hell? And those are suicide bots. <laughs> yeah. uh, just rusted bicycle wheels. This is just, so dumb. It probably makes the most awful sound as it's rolling around. Just it's, it, 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 it's like those tricycles in, in it or something, where it's like exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh god, that's a really nicely painted one, but it's yep. still it's fucking still stupid. stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it looks great, still dumb. Uh, that really said, <laughs> that said, is this a time to admit I do own one? I just haven't put it together yet. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, I know it. I know it. I know how dumb it is, but it's one of the reasons I like it so I much. I feel like that if happens you're buying a lot, that, if you're buying it, you know. You know what you have done, to. Ha- you have like... to have a level of self-awareness, don't you? You have to be Absolutely. like, this is idiotic. It has a gasoline caboose. I mean, yep. come on. <laughs> so, so stupid. Th- there is, I wouldn't say this is a stupid, this is the weirdest variant of all of these of the Malkador, because it doesn't look anything like a Malkador. So, before we move on to the what last the two things. That? What the hell? That is the, that is the Minotaur. <laughs> so, what they did was they took the they took the uh, like the chassis of the Malkador, and then they just strapped two Earthshaker cannons to it. So oh. it drives it drives forward, but it it fires backwards. So when it drives, like when it moves, um, the guns are facing away from it, um, and it's got this kind of enclosed thing that's been built up around it. It it has, uh, yeah, it has two Earthshaker battle cannons on it, and it's it's just like a more ridiculous basilisk because it's got twice <laughs> the weaponry. Ah, damn it! I even wrote it down. Ah, you fallen into our trap again. <laughs> I failed You've it. Activated my trap card. <laughs> Would you say this thing was called a, a minotaur? So this, yeah, this is the this is the the my I it, look. I'm, I'll be honest. It throws me the difference in pronunciation between what I say and what you say. I mean, it I makes mean, me want to pronounce it both ways. Minotaur and minotaur, I think both work. I, I, w- I was going to look up the the rules for it, and I can confirm it's trash, uh, but it looks really it's- cool. <laughs> Yeah, uh, while also looking dumb. Yep, yep. <laughs> Can't confirm it's trash, but looks... <laughs> it, it literally Again, is... super World War One, World War Two. It's uh, literally it just, like... It looks like an experimental weapon from then. 
the the front facing shield just makes it so that if you get hit with AP one, it's AP zero, and it, this thing just has two Twitter <laughs> Shaker cannons and it's three hundred points. This thing is so bad, but it's yeah. so derpy. I love it's, it. I, I yeah, it's one of the, it's another one of those where you look at it and go, that is terrible, and I need it immediately. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> oh my, it's a goodness. great design piece for your desk. You got to have one. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the last two that we have is the Macarius. What even is, is that? One of my... yeah, oh, 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 yeah. Never mind. That's, that's, the, that's the... the... Yeah, never mind. That, <laughs> that's, that's the, the other variant from my entire... Oh, yes. Okay. My bad. <laughs> I was very confused, too, for a second there. It's like, I like the fact that it doesn't have any weapons! It borderline doesn't look like the same vehicle from multiple angles. It's great. It's like, what the hell am I looking at? Oh, no, it's the same thing as before, but it just doesn't look right, because none yeah. of it looks right. Um... So the the other one is the Macarius, which is uh, it's another super heavy. So it's kind of similar to the Baneblade, a little bit smaller, doesn't have quite as many weapons on it, but uh, it's essentially what Forge Worlds build if they don't have the STC for the Baneblade. Um, so oh. it's not as popular, but it's it's another super heavy tank, um, which I mean to be fair, I quite like the look of these. I think they look pretty decent. They are, they're, they're, again, maybe looking a little bit older, a little bit more kind of, maybe kind of yeah. end of World War II sort of experimental weapon sort of thing in some in some areas. But it's it's cool because it's got like a decent range of guns. So it's got a, uh, got twin linked battle cannons, as opposed to having a mega battle cannon or the single battle cannon you get on a Lehman Russ. It's got twin linked battle cannons on the, uh, on the turret and it does actually have a turret unlike the Malkador, which doesn't have one. It's, it just has guns that face forward, so that instantly mm-hmm. makes it better than that. Um, there's also a Tank Hunter variant that's got Vanquisher cannons instead, again, twin-linked. And, yeah, it's 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 a cool it's a cool tank. It does look decent, and it does have the best variant of any of these Forge World tanks, in my opinion, um, because it has also got one that's got a Vulcan Ooh. Megabolter in the turret, I really which like is the also Vulcan the best one rules-wise. I think I think I know about the I think it's is it the Vanquisher or is it the um no it's the the Macarius Vul- oh, Vulcan duh yeah um yeah that's that's pretty neat I like the Vulcan Mega Bolter though it has fewer shots than the Stormlord for some reason but it's uh, it's still pretty neato yeah that one looks super badass I love that one it's a great looking tank it's one of I think one of the best ones that Forge will do um yeah it's it's got again it's like it doesn't have as much of a mix of like old and new, but it just looks super rugged and and heavy. Mm-hmm. But it's not quite on the same level of like absurd size as the Bane Blade is, because the Bane Blade looks like stupidly big next to a Lehman Russ. The uh, the Macarius is not quite not quite of the same kind of the same kind of ridiculous size. Adeptus ridiculous. Nah. Um, it, it, also, it, it also has a bit of a, a nice change where the, the, the stubby Vulcan Megabolter is in the back instead of the front, like the Stormlord, so it makes it look a little bit better that way instead of being so, like, front-heavy and flat. Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks more... It looks, like, sleeker. Just just a bit more, yeah. kind of... Uh, a bit more pleasing to the eye. I've... I really like them. I've yet to buy one, but I'm going to end up with one because I want the Vulcan Megabolter one. It just looks it just looks great. Yeah. I'm not even... I think it's the best one rules-wise, the Vulcan Megabolter one, but it's one of those things where as soon as I uh, as soon as I kind of saw them, I went, 
I need to own that regardless of how good it is because look at it. It's perfect. I don't know why, but it's giving me Halo vibes. Because uh, the Scorpion tank has the gun in the way back, like a scorpion. Oh, right! I forgot about the Scorpion. It's been a while since I played uh, the Halo trilogy. I never played Halo 4, though. Yeah, that, ha yeah. that has nothing to do with this Imperial Guard tank, DK. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry! Excuse you! Excuse me, princess! God. I'm just now trying to remember whether I've played any Halo outside of the first one when it was released on PC, which then just makes me feel like I'm crumbling into dust from the passage of time. Hey, so <laughs> I've got Halo 1. I was bought Halo 1 for my birthday when I was three and a half years old. No, I'm kidding. You wish. <laughs> <laughs> you wish, boomer. Great hand-eye coordination for a three-year-old, though. That's impressive. <laughs> hey, hey, you see you see those kids who play, like, Fortnite at, at like, seven years old and just dumpster people. There's a thing there. <laughs> yeah. Are you comparing yourself to Fortnite kids right now? Is that what I'm, you're doing? I'm showing that with, that with my age apparently goes my hand-eye coordination because I was a better gamer as a kid than I am today. Oh, I think I'm a better gamer now than I was a, as a kid. I was a dumb kid. I think you're just. Really I think stupid. you're just still a bad gamer. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. I'm just I'm just blown away by the sudden <laughs> the sudden source of apparently good Krieg variant paint jobs on fur affinity. <laughs> Why? Wait, what? Wait, what's shy? The, what's the fuck, like, shy? Shy was. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really well painted tank. It was great. Why is it on there? Wow, this is <laughs> no, man. This this look at all the the object source lighting and zenithal highlighting. It's so good. I'm sad that all the guardsmen have are wearing first suits with Larry Lads guns. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. It looks like a Beastman army, but it's not. <laughs> oh. Okay, we've been going for like an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, again. I, sorry. I guess. It's been fun, but I'm, I'm it's like, it's okay. Holy we don't shit. have to edit it. Yo, the Cyclops Demolition <laughs> Vehicle. Let's go. Let's end the episode the with a bang. That is the last what? one. That I saved what it for that? last. <laughs> yeah, I, I love this thing. I actually use them on the tabletop sometimes. They're so fun. It's a tiny remote-controlled tank that blows up when it reaches the target. That's it. It is a 40k RCXD. I love that. It actually does some pretty legitimate damage, too. It's, it's, it? it's not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's legitimately, like, actually quite scary. It hurts really okay. bad, and it's cheap as shit. How cheap are we talking? Uh, well, well, so that's... Oh, oh my god, god Shy. <laughs> so I, I don't think so. I think it's just a meme, but oh, it's still very good. So good. Um, if I'm I, not, I wish that was how they got deployed. That's great. If I'm not mistaken, well, I mean, that's, that's off the that's off the Forge that's off Forge World. Is off it? the Forge World website? Yeah, you can tell from the um, they've got the uh the background. They always have that blue line partway up the picture that fades down into white again. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, That's it's an official great. image. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so, so good. So a Cyclops demolition vehicle is a 50-point model. It moves 10 inches. And the whole idea is that its demolition charge is a heavy 2d6 
strength 9 minus 2 d3 damage weapon with 6 inch range and when it ex and when you decide to detonate it at like the end of your movement phase or the beginning of your shooting phase every single enemy within 6 inches gets hit by that weapon which is great can be it's actually great. legitimately <laughs> devastating <laughs> wow that that might be my favorite of the episode I'll be honest with you. Like, I literally saved so... the best for last. That's what I did. <laughs> that is, that's amazing. I love it. I love it. It's a cute little thing. It's, uh, it's so, so, oh my god. I thought, at first I thought that was Dean Kamen. It's not Dean Kamen. <laughs> I didn't realize it was based off actual, because <laughs> I knew the, I knew the, um, the, what is it? The, the stupid Markador Furnace is based off various tanks from World War Two, where they they just put flamethrowers on them, including one that actually towed the fuel source behind it. Um, <laughs> again, went about as well as you'd expect. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> so. Yeah. Wait, Jesus. no shit. This this thing actually has a rule that lets it embark on transports. <laughs> Compact can embark and disembark in an Astra Militarum transport as if it was an infantry model, but it takes up the um, uh, six models, and you can't blow it up immediately the same turn after it gets out. Uh, but that what's, is what's, so funny. What's forty divided by six? Because uh, you oh, could stick a bunch of them in a Stormlord. Uh, that'd be six. <laughs> that'd be six point something. So you could stick six of them. Yeah. <laughs> stick six of them in a Stormlord, and they all just come out like little flies, like a carrier. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be so good. Oh god, <laughs> that that truly is the best. I love that. Well, this that's, this truly that is coming out of the other. This truly is the Warhammer 40k. <laughs> You've done it, Horus. You've done it, Horus Looper Call. You've killed me. You truly are the Warhammer 40,000. <laughs> Oh god, the rails. That's it. As, <laughs> I'm out of tanks. That is that is all the tanks I have at my at my fingertips. That's it. The tanks. Hey bro, we put maybe, tanks in your tanks. Maybe tank <laughs> us home, Bricky, huh? Ah, that's pretty ridiculous, DK. That's pretty adept. It's ridiculous, Bricky. Ah, that's so ah, funny. Oh, I, I want to die. Very clever. Hit me with a Cyclops demolition vehicle and end my suffering. <laughs> um, you know, actually, I feel like I. Uh, uh, never mind. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this extra episode. That's ridiculous. A big thank you to Kiriath for Huge. joining us. Kiriath, plug, plug yourself, plug yourself plug, everywhere. Plug, plug. plug be, I, be like Fulgrim and plug. I just. <laughs> oh God. Oh, that oh, physically Christ. hurt okay. me. <laughs> Come on. Instead of plugging, instead of plugging, can I just walk away? No. I'm so. <laughs> I I I do Warhammered stuff on YouTube. There's a channel. It's just Kiriath. Just search for Kiriath. You'll find me pretty much on any and every platform. And if it's 40k or Games Workshop or just Wargame related in general, I'll probably do something on it at some point. DK, where can they find you? <laughs> DK Diamante's everywhere. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, that, all the places. I don't really use Twitch and YouTube much anymore, but hey, if you want to go check out the stuff I used to do, go check out the stuff I used to do. <laughs> 
That's that. Hey, Bricky, where did they find you at? You want to huh? check out the stuff I used to do, then check out the stuff I used to do, you know? It's just, just the things I used to do. They can, yeah. find, me, they can find me at Bricky, in Bricky, at Bricky, around Bricky, and near Bricky. Oh. <laughs> and and Shy, too. You can find Shy at uh, Quite Shallow, The Quite Shallow, in all the places, Twitter, Twitch. You, you know. You all know Shy. You all probably came here for Shy. I don't need to shill her, but anyway. Shy's all the funny edits. Shy's edits are, are what keeps our, our uh, entire entire podcast alive. <laughs> if it was just us, we would have been dead a long time ago. Yeah, we would have been dead in the water. <laughs> yeah. First episode, blah, brick, right? You brick? Hey! Hey, that's me. I'm that guy. And the episode.